This podcast contains material that is intended for mature audiences and may not be suitable for all listeners. Enjoy.
we always put someone on the spot. And I'm pretty sure Nicole did this for League of Their Own. I know Jacqueline did this for Vision Quest. So, Emily, you have 90 seconds okay. or less okay. to discuss what happens and bring it on. There will be spoilers. So, what happens okay. and bring it on. So, bring it on is about these cheerleaders in California who are white and they think they're going to win um, <laughs> this tournament and or cheer competition, but then they realize they stole their moves from other cheerleaders who were black, um, and then they get called out the on it, East and they realize Compton, they stole like, their own ideas. Yep. East Compton Clovers. Yeah, yeah the, the East Compton Clovers, and the, uh, yeah. So anyways, uh, Torrance and her team. We, did, we derailed like, you. Okay, we're going to you, I know, I didn't, I like lose concentration very quickly, and I'm sorry, listeners. The Dorans tells the Doros, that's her team. She's like, all right, we're going to like learn how to do our own moves. Um, and then they like still go on to compete, and so do the Clovers, and they become friends at the end. That's, I think that's good enough. Like, okay, this movie. Was... I didn't want to get derailed <laughs> again. <laughs> You're fine. The thing I did, like, someone told me I was, like, discussing this movie with someone today. Did you guys know that, uh, god damn it, sorry. Gabrielle Union is 28 in this movie when it came out. And she's yeah. playing a high schooler. She yeah, I played a high schooler for a lot of her career. Well, she's looked the same age for, like, 20 years, so. Yeah, yeah. she has not aged. <laughs> So I'm going to find the questions, but I do know one question. Do you guys have like a uh, favorite scene or favorite moment in this movie that like stuck out to you when you rewatched it at all? Like, and I'll start with Nicole. Ah, shit. I was looking through my notes. You had to start with me. Okay. Um, I mean, I think you got to say the moment when they're all learning um, the dance routine from Sparky. And he's talking about spirit fingers and just, like, <laughs> berating them. <laughs> Finding he all the like things that can be wrong about a person. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, spirit fingers were, like, a cultural thing after this came out. So that was... That was pretty huge. Which, I mean, I saw this in the theater when I was in high school. Like, at least two times. I think I got the drag to it three times. The drag, I enjoyed the movie in high school. I enjoyed it still. I don't even want to know, like, when you guys saw this movie. Because I feel like it'll make <laughs> me feel older than I already do. Like This is, like, the question you know you have to ask, but you don't really want to, right? <laughs> it's going to hurt me, but I have enough booze in front of me that I'm just going to fight through it. So. I don't even want to tell you how old I was when it was released. Yeah, did you well, even watch it, like, soon after it came out, Jackie? Because you're, like, the youngest one of all of us, aren't you? Yes. Um, you'll be surprised. I watched it in fourth grade, and it became the pinnacle of my childhood. I wanted to be a cheerleader grade. so bad. <laughs> I wore a cheerleading costume for about eight Halloween straight. <laughs> Wow. So like, I was five the, the, when it came out. <laughs> See, I was in actual fourth grade when it came out. So I was right at that age where, like, people were really starting to get into, like, school cliques and stuff. And I remember the girls in my class, when we would go out to recess, like, the guys would be playing basketball or kickball or whatever, and the girls would be playing, like, cheerleaders we would be doing cheers on the playground. And I don't remember if we were doing that before this, but we were definitely doing it after the movie came out. I was also a cheerleader for Halloween. I found a cheerleading costume that it was Iowa State colors, but it didn't have a logo on it because of licensing and stuff. So basically I was like an Iowa State cheerleader. Yeah, I just want to give a shout out to my parents for allowing me to watch 
<laughs> um, a fourth grader probably shouldn't have been watching this movie, but you know what? It's fine. I grew up just nicely. Um, mine was really boring. It was literally um, red, white, and blue. So <laughs> very exciting cheerleading costume. But were you the Clovers or were the Toros? Like, which team did you guys all pick? I definitely loved the Clovers. Yeah, I feel like if you're rooting for the Toros, you're the feds. That checks out. So when I first (laughs) saw this movie, so I saw this movie when I was in high school. Um, I was not in high school when it came out. I was seven years old. God damn it! Um, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah. So my best friend in high school was a cheerleader, and so then I saw all these, like, cheerleader movies as a result. And Bring It On was one of them. Um, and I was like, oh, another movie. Um, but watching it again, like, I'm like, ah, yes, I do see, like, the cultural significance of what they're, like, talking about with the Toros ripping off the Clovers, like, routines. Like, at the time, I don't think it, like, registered. But now I'm like, ah, oh, it's real life. Yeah, I think the fact that I was in Las Vegas at the time, I didn't catch on to it to, like, the gravity of the cultural like divide in it just because I was in Las Vegas surrounded around Hispanic and black students. And that's all I knew. So I didn't really think about it until I got older. And definitely after I moved to Iowa, then it just like started like rewatching it. I definitely caught on to those things that I did not catch on to for all those years when I watched it growing up. Well, speaking of that, like, Let's go. No, go ahead, Nicole. I'll come back to it. I was going to say one thing that I didn't understand when I watched it as a ten-year-old um, was when Torrance gets her dad, basically his company, to sponsor the Clovers trip to nationals, and they turn it down yeah. and instead go and write the letter to the like, you know, Oprah-type woman with a talk show. Um, I didn't understand that at the time, you know, I was like, why would they turn down free money and everything? (laughs) But watching it back as an adult, I'm like, okay, yeah, that's something that definitely went over my head, but now I'm older and wiser and I get it. The one thing, like speaking of like us as adults now, like, and maybe I noticed that when I was a teenager, I was just ignorant, but like, there's a lot of like, I don't really want to dig into this now that you guys decide, but like, there's like a lot of like problematic things in this movie that like, as I'm like watching it <laughs> now, I'm just like, I'm like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, like I feel like I should like, I, I, and I never watch a movie with my phone on. So like, I, uh, I don't take notes, but like, I was like more than one time. I was like, they said that, or that happened. Like, like definitely is from a distinct like period in time. Right. A late nineties, yeah early 2000s and did you guys know that at all or am I like just I don't know yeah being myself. Sure. there was like, no, a lot definitely. of <laughs> like gay jokes that would not pass in these in these days but that was very much like what I remember about growing up in the late 90s and 2000s and everything people did say that kind of stuff so it didn't age well but it is I guess authentic to the time yeah, or even just when um, I don't remember the guy's name, the man, one of the male cheerleaders, when he literally sticks his finger of that girl. I don't know where oh, yeah. I just know he yeah. stuck her, his hand up of her skirt when they're when he's holding her up in the air. <laughs> like that, what? That is literally sexual. Assault. My dog barked during that part, that. and I didn't like. I didn't catch what he said because he said something like, I don't know what he said. Like he say fold or some shit and I was like what no I did not just say that shit in a PG-13 fucking cheerleading movie did you guys catch that or or like what did he say he was in the van right and he said something that's just disgusting or am I wrong he said she doesn't wear underwear she doesn't wear underwear under her like you know cheaters basically yeah yeah it was I don't know very awkward like for me like, like why did that part need to be in there like I don't understand like what producer guy like was like no this is we need to and then, and they and they brought it up later on right 
during a football game. Like they like. Yeah, they actually stuff. like showed her reaction kind of, which I definitely didn't pick up on as a kid. But like, it was supposed to you're supposed to be able to tell from the look on her face that he was like doing something while he was holding her, and she enjoyed it, I guess. But ugh. yuck. We're we're not here to kink shame at the tailgate side, <laughs> right? I guess. <laughs> Like, I wish they would have shown her asking, like, not even asking, I guess, just like, please. <laughs> there was never a scene where we understood that both parties were all about it. He just right? kind of did it. <laughs> like, just, right. just them I mean, flirting together, like, right, yeah. or anything. Which yeah, I'm sure they thought definitely. was, like, enough at the time, but now there's been more emphasis since then on, like, that does just because you thought she was nice to you doesn't mean she wants to have sex with you or have your finger up her private parts. Like <laughs> that's not the same thing. <laughs> well, like and like yeah. the movie, like it starts off of like a very like and it's a dream sequence, but like a very like vulgar like cheerleading thing. And I was like, for a minute, I'm like, did I, did I put the right thing in? Like, what the fuck is this? Like, like the first <laughs> okay. cheer in the dream. <laughs> Air humping and saying, I swear I'm not a whore. (laughs) That is literally one of my favorite scenes of the whole movie. I memorized that whole sequence. (laughs) Hopefully not when you were in fourth grade. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm sure I was a little older once. I never liked it. But, like, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Oh, go ahead, Emily. Oh, I was just going to say, like, with that, like, opening scene, like, there are just, like, like, it's funny, but also it's, like, it would not fly in, like, a, a movie today. Like, they would somehow keep it just as, like, uh, I would say cringy, but, like, in a different way that, like, people could get behind where it was, like, less um, putting people down, I guess. Like yeah. there are parts right. of this movie that like feel like American Pie blew up a year before it, and they're like this movie like was like like probably in like a script for like before that, and they're like we will make this movie, but you need to add these parts to it, and then we will yeah like, like and then we'll make it like we like the story, but because American Pie made four hundred million dollars last summer, we need this, we need this, we need this, and we'll go forward right. There are tone mm-hmm. tonal shifts if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So it was nice, and this is gonna... oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say, I think it's interesting that if you look back at like all the cheerleader movies ever made, there really hasn't been another one. Honestly, I haven't seen a cheerleader movie come out in years that has in just in general in years, and then anyone any movie that came out after this one have such an impact as big as that one. So I would totally love to see what a cheerleading movie would be like now. Like, what would their catchy cheers be now that wouldn't upset anyone? Because those cheers that I memorize, I memorize them because they're funny and they're inappropriate, you know? I think, I know they made, like, direct-to-DVD sequels to this, and I think they might have remade it. Like They made, like, numerous sequels to this yeah. Like, so I mean, they might not be any good, but <laughs> there are there are more cheerleading. Movies. I will I will tell you right now. What's what's that's a good. We're talking about that. All right. There is. All right. We're gonna play a little game called Price is Right. Bring it on. How many Bring It On sequels are there? Not counting the original. Three. Okay. Got three. I don't know. Any more guessing. votes? Four. There's five. There's five. There is five of them. Shit. You want, you want to hear these titles? We have, I've seen them all. That's why I know. <laughs> <laughs> so we have Bring It On Again, Bring It On All or Nothing, Bring It On In It to Win It, Bring It On Fight to the Finish, and I bet you not, Bring It On Worldwide Cheer Smack. Which I feel like we should watch <laughs> on principle alone. <laughs> okay. Let me let me rephrase. I've seen 
all of them except the last one because the last one, the girls looked very young and unrelatable for me. But I've seen every other. And I can tell you that Bring It On, All or Nothing, is probably the best one out of all of them. Even the first one? Like, it's better than the first one? I personally think so, just because I enjoy the storyline more, because it's uh, Hayden, I'm going to butcher her last name, Panit, how do you say it, Pantiera? Is that how you say it? Pantiera. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she, you know, she's the ideal Malibu perfect white girl that her parents lose their jobs and they're suddenly not as wealthy as she grew up. So they move her to Crenshaw Heights and she is, um, she's supposed to give up cheering quote unquote, but she obviously ends up being back on it. Cause that's the whole premise of the movie is that she joins this extremely diverse cheerleading team and the head cheerleader there and their captain is a black girl. And so there's just like this huge storyline with, of her joint, because literally they call her white girl for about the first half of the movie. (laughs) And like the story, yeah. And so the whole storyline is just a lot, it just hits home a lot better than the first one. Because the first one's just kind of like very black and white, if that makes sense. Yeah. And that, and that third one is just a lot better about mixing the cultures and how they like differentiate and just, I don't know. I think it's just a lot better. I totally recommend it to you guys if you like to bring it on. Don't watch any of the other ones. <laughs> this is good to know. I'll keep that in the back pocket because bring it on is like okay to me. Um, like it's a funny movie and it like definitely has the relevance. Like everyone knows about bring it on and it, like my friend who was a cheerleader was like, oh yeah, like now people don't necessarily make fun of cheerleaders as much because they see that there's like a competitive side to it but it's not my go-to sports movie it's just like a fun like I it's just a fun movie that didn't age the best but didn't age the worst right like I can definitely throw it on and I can enjoy like a Sunday afternoon if it's like if I'm just not doing anything except hanging around the house if it's on I don't mind watching it like I think it's an enjoyable movie to just sit through oh yeah for as much about the movie that didn't really age the greatest, I did feel like it was maybe a little bit progressive for 2000, how they didn't have the Toros win, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And that they were so like, this is the right thing. The very end of it was very like, you know, not preachy, but it was, it was very like, this is the moral that we want you to take from this. So it wasn't like, just appealing to the white masses or whatever. It was like actually trying to say a message. Yeah. Right. Especially if you look back and when they're all like warming up before they hit the stage for that final scene where um, Torrance and um, I cannot remember Gabrielle Union's name in this movie. What was it? Oh, I can't remember her oh, name shit. right now. But ISIS? They... ISIS? Yes. <laughs> I can't remember. It. I don't think they say it a lot, but I think that is what it no, is. No, they really maybe. don't. Um, but when they get together and they don't really like, they don't really like, they cut the bullshit. They don't really like fake for it. They don't fake through any small talk and they just kind of tell each other like, hey, maybe your team should do this. Well, yeah, well, maybe your teammate should do that. And they both just kind of have this mutual understanding where they both come to a place where they both respect each other and they acknowledge how competitive and talented they both are. And then they split up and they each go and like correct whatever like pointers they gave each other. And I remember one of the girls was like, what was that about? And Torrance was just like, we just get each other or something like that. And then that was it. Like you could just tell that they're a huge rival and they had this big, like this big moment in these few seconds where they just like squashed their beef. I, I also like that. Like, like in sports movies, you don't get that part where you have like two teams that are both kind of good guys, even though the Toros aren't the good guys. But like, it's nice that like you get like the handshake or the head nod, like when like quarterback option to the other team, like you give like the oh you got me this time, we're gonna keep going, you know? Yeah, it's a great scene. I appreciate it. I mean, I appreciate it myself. So, so my next question, because we discussed the scene a little bit before uh, I had to step up for a second. Would you would you make 
a remake or a reboot of this movie, if you had your choice? Anybody? We'll go Emily. Um, I I think, yeah. I think it would be fun because it's a light movie. And I think a lot of movies are just, like, so heavy. Um, even, like, sports movies. And, I like, I love a good sports movie. But sometimes I'm just, like, I don't need to see, like, that new Ben Affleck one where he's, like, an alcoholic. Like, I don't want to watch I am a all for that movie. That, 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 that is awesome. I am a depressing <laughs> movie watcher. So, like, that thing is, like, it is, like, crack to me. I cannot wait to watch that movie. Like, drunk, alcoholic Ben Affleck coaching high school basketball. Oh, my God. Like, he's going to so, be like, terrible in ben it. Affleck. I understand that, but, like, if you can, if, like, people, like, don't understand, like, like, the Saturday of the movie, I will just sit there in my basement, and I'll drink whiskey, and I'll watch it, and that one, like, just taps into my vein, but anyways, all about it, what's it called, like, the way back, oh, I'm there for it, his beard, his like, terrible, like, it. asshole beard, <laughs> go ahead, but when I just want, like, a happy Sunday afternoon movie, Bring It On is probably going to be picked over that one. So yeah, would you do a sequel remade. or would you reboot it? Like, like if you made I think I'd re... Uh, no, because there are five sequels. <laughs> but you could, like, make it... If you get, like, if you get like Union back or Dunst, like, there are people who are stars from you could bring um, back and be, like, the coach. Yes. Or their daughters, the play, like, cheerleader, like, ends. That's true. And I would want, like, Gabrielle Union back. I wouldn't care for Kirsten Dunst back. Um... <laughs> And that's just a bias because I listened to Gabrielle Union's audiobook and she talked about this movie. Um, and I was like, I like you a still lot. Yeah, she could definitely, she does not look like she would be like a mom, but like, yeah, I think it'd be fine if it was a reboot or like a, a sequel that's about them and their kids. Like that, I think would almost be okay. But um, otherwise, yeah, I just want it, like, completely redone and maybe a nod to the old actors that were in it. Like, they do have parts, but it's not like they resume their old part, if that makes like, sense. Like, you could have Union be the mom, and you could have Dunst, like, be, like, the, she'd be perfect for, like, the ESPN announcer or shit, like, just a small cameo. Like, she'd be, yeah. uh, yeah. you know. Which, I mean, I agree with everything you said. I agree 100%. That would be the route that I would take. Do Nicole or Jacqueline have any, like, thoughts that they would take with it, I guess? I don't no, think I'm on board. Really All right. All right, I'm going to ask a very pressing question that I just thought of while I was drinking, making my drink. Does the Dunst character and I'm terrible, Faith from Buffy's brother, are they going to make it? Like, how long do you give that relationship to last? <laughs> I'm so sorry. She's Faith from Buffy. I don't even know her character's name. Can you guys tell me her character's name about looking it up? What was her name Missy. in this movie? God, I feel like a terrible person. So does Missy's brother Cliff. Does Cliff and Torrance. Yeah, Cliff. Are they going to make it? No, they break up. They definitely break up when she goes to college. I don't know what he's doing. He could be going to college, for all I know. I'm not saying he didn't. But I definitely think they break up when they go to college. He How made many high school relationships tape. last? A cassette a tape, too. A in 2000. <laughs> <laughs> like, I had to check, like, they, they show CDs in this movie. I'm like, why is he giving her a cassette tape of his own music? Like, like. <laughs> And then she just like has the worst day of her life, and she just jumps on her bed and just dances to him singing with his guitar. Which I like to know what kind of setup he had that he got that good enough audio of him playing the guitar and singing in his little bedroom there. But you know, good for Cliff. You know, I'm someone who gets very uncomfortable with like scenes like that. So when Torrance is like dancing in her room by herself, I am. So uncomfortable the whole time, and I just want to like if I if I'm in a position to I will skip it. I will not sit through her dancing <laughs> because I feel so uncomfortable that she's doing that. 
I just want to know like what the director told her to do. Like just that'd be I thought like it'd be like incredibly hard to like direct. Just oh, sorry, I, I I don't know. I was like too inside baseball, but like yeah, that part was odd. So I don't know. Like and her ex boyfriend, her her real boyfriend, that part was just did that really need to be in the movie, I guess? Like did you guys think that part was like I thought that could have like been cut out or something. I mean, it was what created the tension with her relationship with Cliff, because otherwise they could have just gotten together right off the bat. Yeah. Yeah. Did did they ever say, like, what the great difference is between Cliff and Missy? Like, are they twins? Like, like, is Missy a I couldn't figure that out, because he says when they're at the car wash that he asks their parents for a brother. Which, if you're old enough to ask for that, you're, like, a few years older than her. But she was definitely not a freshman. So I feel like that might have either been an oversight or he was just joking. That, I mean, and this is, like, just me being old. But, like, that, that car wash sequence, how they shot it, like, the video, was, like, just, like, a music video from my youth. And, like, it was slash cringeworthy, but, like... Because it was like wasn't an HD and like it was like a handheld camera and you could tell like the whole thing was like very like 1999 2000 so but I don't know. like at least like that wasn't as like as cringeworthy as it could have been though like right? as they showed like male cheerleaders and female cheerleaders like that could have been a lot worse in my opinion right or my once again being dumb Ted which you can all call me out on I'm okay with that. No, you're right. They didn't show anybody like squeezing soapy water down their boobs or anything so. It was somewhat chaste as far as bikini car washes go. <laughs> you know, like it's one of those like one of those things like like some dude like some guy some old added that late in the process. Well, we're gonna have to make money for this uh for this choreographer. Like, what should we do? Oh, well, they could sell cookies or they could do like no no car wash, car wash. We gotta do the car wash. Like they didn't have, they didn't have this on car wash in there, right? I think like that's a good like like that was some restraint, right? <laughs> uh, I have to say continue. go ahead no no I want you to go ahead <laughs> okay I have to say like I admire how far bra technology has advanced because every time I was watching a scene I was like is she not wearing a bra but then I realized it was just some like Madonna cone bra looking shit <laughs> it was distracting <laughs> I can't comment because I'm going to be an asshole, but, like, like the opening, like, the, the opening scene of them in the locker room, I was just like, why is this in this fucking movie? Like, why is this conversation happening here? Like, literally put this shit while they're getting books out. Like, it's just, like, that part, like, I was like, man, like I said, I'm just old, and I'm this, I just felt, it, I don't know. It made me very feel like, awkward. I don't know awkward is the right word, but I'm just like, they can make this better. Like, right, like, they don't need to be, like, changing clothes, discussing who the cheer captain is going to be, right? You can do that literally them. They can be walking to their fucking cars, right, after practice. Right. Like, Maybe it's just me, but I don't like having conversations with people in, like, semi-undress. <laughs> I would not be talking to my friends, looking them dead in the eyes with just my bra and underwear well, on. <laughs> I, I was a high school wrestler, and we had numerous conversations like that. I get it, but I guess, like, the movie didn't need to show it. I guess. Yeah, I feel I like I think back to high school, and I remember that's what we did. Like, I remember we'd be getting ready for gym or track practice, and everyone would be running around half naked, getting ready, and having those conversations. So I guess it felt very authentic to me, just because I remember my friends doing the same thing in the locker room. There we go. Like, I mean... It just, I mean, I, I believe it. I mean, it's just, we're watching it now in 2020, it just felt out of place. Peyton Reed directed this? Sorry. Do you guys know who Peyton Reed is? No. The director of this? Nope. He, he directed mm-hmm. Ant-Man, Yes Man, The Breakup, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Like, it's weird that this was his first movie. You guys do know, like, Ant-Man, right? Yes, it is a good movie. 
So on the breakup, like that, that's, I mean, that's a that's a movie that like I only watched one time and it didn't scar me, but like I never felt wanted to revisit it. But all right, let's find it. Let's find well, fun. Well, fun fact about Reed is that I read earlier today that oh no he had based Gabrielle Union's uh, character on Michael Jordan. I could so see I that. That was a fun fact. Shouldn't hmm. push yeah, it off of anybody like, though. To... <laughs> I mean, I... <laughs> you know what, touche. I just I know I read that he had focused on the athlete and the person that Michael Jordan was, and how he wanted her character to encompass that. Which, looking back, her character is very much a very prominent athlete in the movie. Like when you look at the way Torrance is portrayed and the way she's portrayed, she is. Honestly, like, I don't care if Torrance is the main character. Gabrielle Union's character is superior to anyone in this entire movie. Fast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like the uh, the side character on the Clovers who just, like, one like, just start shit the entire show. Like, the entire movie. Like, <laughs> like, like, she wanted to start fights. She wanted to, like, talk shit on, like, the host, the, the like, the, the talk show host. Like, that might be my favorite character the whole movie. Like, but, yeah, Gabrielle Union was a, a beast in this movie. So, like, and now she's uh, Dwayne Wade's wife, right? Am I wrong? I'm not, I'm not very, like, pop culture she person. Is. No, yes. you're not wrong. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or Dwayne Wade's her husband. I should have said it that way. I apologize. But, like, like did anyone you, else, Dad. like. You're right. I'm trying. Mm-hmm. Um, did, I, did anyone else, like, this is just me because I'm a, I'm a, I know it's, like, weird shit. Did Kristen Dunst look super tall in this fucking movie to anyone else? Like, every time she was talking to, like, another, like, character, she, like, like, t- like she talked to Missy a few times, and, like, always, like, Missy, uh, Elysia Duscu was, like, a, like, a, oh, Duscu, what's her last name? Anyways, like, I thought she was, like, a, per- yeah, Dunst, Dunstku, but I thought she was, like, a pretty big person because she was on Buffy, but, like, Dunst, like, is over her by, like, three inches. Like, I think her life is pretty right. short in real life. That would that would make sense, but like, it was just weird to me, like how like, cause she like, it's gonna like, it's gonna sound terrible, but, like, she like comes off like so small, and, like meekly to be like a cheer captain, but like every time she talks to like another character, she's taller than them, right? And that like, I don't know, like, I just I know it's weird shit when I'm watching movies, but like it was just she's like I don't I don't like only only character I think that was taller than her in the whole movie was a uh, was a uh, Gabrielle Union, everyone else was shorter than her. Which would weird me, because like, you wouldn't think she'd be very tall, right? Or am I just well, Whitney and that other girl were taller than her? Seven. I think. Which one was Whitney? Um, the blonde girl and her Asian friend. Well, I mean, there's a lot of blonde girls, but the two that were like head bitches. Yes. Yeah, the they were all trying to get Torrance thing. kicked out. Torrance with the uh, the very much like. 2020, like, baby name in, 19, in uh, 2000 was pretty cool. So, do we know what Gabrielle Union's name was in this movie? I'm looking at it right now on, on Wikipedia. Do you guys know what it is? Isis. Yes. Which, being an Archer fan, like, I just, I, I feel bad for that a little bit. So, like, <laughs> sorry. I'm a little drunk and I'm, uh, I'm, Derailing the conversation. I do apologize. All right. Would you guys? How would you guys recast this movie? You're all like young enough. I feel like you guys could like you have actresses that you could put in the roles for this movie if it were to be like recast right now. And I will start with Jacqueline because she is the youngest. No. <laughs> um. Who would I recast? Like if you were casting well, it now. You know, I'm trying to think of, like, what people my age, I guess I should say, are, like, super famous right now who I think would be looked at for this. But I just don't know who could play those better. Like, I don't want anyone else to take Gabrielle Union's spot. Like, I think she was great at it. When it comes to Kristen Dunst, I know, like, I don't really care for her much outside of this, but... I don't know who I think could play her part. 
which is a cop out. Like it's a complete cop out. Well, it's hard actually, because like young really actors aren't young actors haven't done a lot of movies, so like it's hard like to find when these teen movies like who you would pick because like they're probably picking someone from like a a CW show we've never heard of, right? Or a MTV show, like right, like. Like, think of the actors right now who are huge in their TV shows. And if, like you said, the CW, I automatically think of Riverdale. I don't think any of those Riverdale girls could play these characters, even like 25% of their characters, because of the time period of when this movie was casted and just how we talked about the way this movie has aged. I just can't see anyone else doing this better than everyone who did it, if that makes sense. I mean, yeah, I mean, it makes sense to me. Like, I, I don't know young actors. I just didn't know if, like, there's some show that you guys knew that you watched that, like, you'd be like, oh, this this girl or this this actress would be perfect for it, I guess. I think for Big Red, like... You go ahead. No, you go for it. Okay, um, so on... Just because you said Riverdale, um, the red-headed Cheryl... I think she could play the woman who plays her could play Big Red. Like I think she's sassy enough, but like that's not one of the main characters. It's kind of a side character. You could literally just right. get everyone from Riverdale and just pop them in this show. You could have uh, no, no. <laughs> like, please what? Imagine, like please imagine Betty Cooper, or I guess I should say Lily Reinhardt as Kristen Dunst. I could I could see that, but then like yeah. Who are we going to pick is ISIS. The, the guy who plays Archie could be the asshole boyfriend. You have Jughead could be Cliff. You could easily pop everyone <laughs> in here. You could have you could have uh, what's the lead singer of the uh, the Pussycats doll? She could be she could be Missy. She'd have to like, be. You could put... No, she would have. Literally, let's look at Riverdale for a second. But the lead singer of the Pussycats would have to be Gra- Gabrielle Union because she's the most prominent black girl in that show. But couldn't but you go she with? Would, couldn't do it. Couldn't you go exactly. with Betty and go his like go that route? Like, I mean, Betty would have to be Kristen Dunst. And Veronica okay, couldn't I don't, be Veronica. Isis. Sorry, my brain fried there. Yes, my bad on that. Veronica. Veronica would yeah, have Veronica be would be messy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is into something I did not expect. <laughs> I don't watch any shows where the characters are in high school, and I've never heard of Riverdale in my life, but I have a pitch for you. Zendaya. <laughs> I am oh. so shocked by that statement, but I want to hear the rest of your comment. <laughs> yeah. I just said it. Zendaya. Oh. Oh, I love her. That would be very interesting. I, I would definitely pay money to see that. I don't know what that is that Nicole just said. Season, you don't know who's in Spider-Man. <laughs> I was just going to ask. Okay, well, okay, well, I've never, like, heard her name. Like, I've never, like, heard her name pronounced. So, yeah, that's on me. I might have She's said it wrong. I, I don't think I have either. I would I've not read even it a try to pronounce times, it. I've never heard it. I would not even try. I, like, I, just, I, <laughs> I just watched her in Euphoria. So... The character I just watched her play is definitely nothing near anything in Bring It On. I feel like she's got the range. I, yeah, I can feel her being like a bunch of things. She's on a Disney show, right? Yeah. I don't know the Disney show. I just know that she was on no. a Disney show. I thought it was like a dancing one. I don't. I didn't really know who she was, and then all of a sudden she was on Twitter, and then I was like, "Ah, this woman." Yes, I only watched like the first four episodes of Euphoria, and then Game of Thrones ended, and I had to kill my uh, my subscription. We're gonna find out what else she. She was on a Disney show. 
I swear to God, I feel like an idiot. I know she was on a Disney show. I'm going to find it. I'm working on it. Bro, if Tammy was here, she'd have this shit, like, instantly. She'd be like, oh, yeah, she was on this. Cause I'm she had, on like, IMDb. She's also on The uh, the Greatest Showman. My wife watches that a lot. Casey Undercover. Fuck, that's a Disney show, right? Casey Undercover. Let's find out. Or is that Nickelodeon? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it was yeah, on Disney. Right. It appears that she was the main character. She is Casey Cooper for 76 episodes. I do not know this show. Oh, wow. That's fine. I tell you what, though. My son has already been and tell me all about Bunked and Jesse. I can like down. I can tell you all those timelines about how Bunked is a spinoff of Jesse because actors from Jesse do not want to go. Up. <laughs> I don't know that. Shake it either. up. It's the musical one you're thinking of. I think. No, she's on the Greatest Show right. with O.T. Jackman. Well, she, she did both. Shake it up is a Disney like singing dancing show that she was on. Oh. So what channel was Casey Cooper undercover on? That's also awesome, Disney. Disney. Okay. She's done a lot of shit. I see that from her IMDb. She would be she'd be good for this movie. I agree. That's 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 my pick. Just pick the pick the spot. Was there a uh, was there really a goosebumps like part in this movie for any of you like? Like, where you got goosebumps on your arms, like, watching it? I don't know that I would say I got, like, instant goosebumps, but I think the scene that probably impacted me the most was, like, that opening sequence to when the Clovers are performing in their gym when Torrance and, uh, what do they call her, Big Red, go to, or not Big Red, sorry, Missy, when they go to watch um, them perform and Missy wants to show Torrance that they're stealing their cheers, but right when the camera starts kind of low and then it picks back up to Gabrielle Union and they start singing uh, Birds Cold, like that scene is truly one of the best scenes, I think, in terms of just like quality of the entire movie. It really is like the turning point of the movie. Is that the uh, part where they come and like attack them at their own stadium? That part? No? Yeah, I mean, they weren't attacking, but yes. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, but, like, but then, like, it sets up the other, like, we were before that, the other cheer squad, like, comes at them, which I thought was weird. Like, well, I mean, there's a football game going to, on. Like, oh, 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 I know what you're talking about. When the Clovers show up to the football game. Yes. Sorry, I was. That was an interesting scene. Yeah. I forgot that had happened. I guess I don't know if I feel like it was necessarily unnecessary. I feel like it was them kind of, I don't know. I mean, I know. No, no the Clover showing up wasn't unnecessary. That part was was good. But the other team, like they were playing football against the other team, and then like their team's getting their ass kicked, and the other cheerleading team for the other football team, like starts cheering against oh. them. Like, and then like they have like yeah. words on their, the cheer off, yes. I was, like, hoping that, like, I wasn't, like, thinking of, like, a shot that did not happen in the movie. But, like, yes, that part was, like, felt like it was kind of out of place. I did I not like know when I watched this the first time and they say that part about you're going to pump our gas someday and they're, like, you know, hip thrusting into the gas pump. I didn't know what that meant when I watched it because, like, that's a regional, like, West Coast thing where you have someone to be your, like, gas pump attendant. I've never heard of that before, so I was like, what are they talking about? <laughs> I thought maybe it was, like, a euphemism for something sexual. <laughs> Which Wait, now, I mean... So it's not something sexual? No, like, it, it's classist is what it is. Like, when you drive up to a gas pump, they have someone who works there that fills, that puts the gas in your car so you don't have to get out. So they're saying that those other girls were like poor and someday they were going to fill gas in their car. Oh, wow. Look at that. I learned something right in this <laughs> moment. Like I knew that the West Coast did that. I just assumed they were being assholes about it. I mean, they were the being assholes you know. about it, really. <laughs> <laughs> Ha <laughs> 
so speaking of like funny things, like was there like a part in this movie like that made you like laugh the hardest? Because mine, mine is very juvenile, and I, I I will gladly admit you can all make fun of me for this. But when during the cheer competition, the cheerleader puked on I assume her mom slash coke. I like <laughs> legit like belly laughed like it like it killed me like just died like I was like I thought like, I thought, like she was like, gonna freak out and like storm off or some shit and like that shit like caught me so off guard like and it was so, sorry like it like it, it made me laugh I'm sorry I'm, I'm like I said juvenile but was there a part like to you guys that was like that made you laugh the most or like it was like your favorite part I guess. Yeah, so when um, Missy is auditioning for the spot on their team and everything, and she, like, does all her really amazing gymnastics and says, fuck you to them, and she says, "Um, I transferred from Los Angeles. Your school has no gymnastics team. This is a last resort. I did gymnastics when I was a kid, so, like, I don't know. I just ate that shit up. I, I thought it was great. And she has a good middle finger in that scene. Like, I wanted to, like, make a gif of it. Like, I almost, like, rewound it mm-hmm. and I got my phone out to, like, make a gif. It was a, it was a really good middle finger. And I'm pretty sure it's online, but, like, it's not, like, a good quality, like, middle finger. Cause she, like, wipes the tattoo off, right? Oh, you have a tattoo. Yep. We don't let tattoos happen. Like, that's, that's a high-quality middle finger. And, like, that's how my brain works when, like, I see, like, certain scenes. I'm like, oh, that, that would be perfect <laughs> for a reaction gif on Twitter when people are being assholes to me. So, like, but Emily or uh, Jacqueline, do you have, like, a funny part that, like, you, like, thought was great in the movie? Um, I had to pick one. I feel, um, I feel like that entire tryout scene, um, we haven't talked about it, and it was something I wanted to bring up at some point, but, like, the entire sequence has, um, I think is really funny, just from the, overly sexual like girl that's dancing like a stripper um and then to the girl who does that rap. girl like she was like a fucking parent <laughs> like like she was not a high schooler <laughs> yeah from like her to like that girl you know who does the like rap I quote that rap more than I want to admit to you guys like I think I quote it a lot in very random moments and I don't know why but it's always stuck with me when she I I honestly don't even know the whole thing like the very end what she says I've never been able to know what she says but just that whole sequence and then especially when they bring in I hate to say it, but the Asian girl on the teens I don't remember her name her little sister who has zero personality zero cheer zero enthusiasm but they can toss her really high that's like the only like sell, like selling point. We can throw her really high; it'll work out. Yeah, because she looks like she weighs freaking ninety pounds. Yeah, that girl looks like she was in elementary school compared to the actors who were playing high schoolers. Yeah, she looks like what I look like when I watch this movie for the first time. <laughs> Hurtful. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dad. It's fine. Everything's fine. I'm I'm just the youngest. Just remember that. I'm the youngest on your gigantic staff. Are you are you I thought David was younger actually, than you. Actually, I think Yeah, actually, yeah, I think yeah, I he think, is. I almost think Jamie's younger than me. Yeah, we need to find some new babies. But anyways, that sounds terrible. So bad. Had recruited me young kids. Disclaimer, what we mean is... I mean, the FBI is already young. looking anyway, so, like, they're like, oh, we got we him! We want you to write him. for us. <laughs> we would just like younger people to create content. <laughs> so, Emily, did you have, like, a, a part that you thought was, like, funny or, like, made you laugh or... Uh, I think it's funny when uh, Gabrielle Union is like, I know you don't think a white girl made up, like, the routine. (laughs) Um, Because I'm just like, yeah, there are times, like, definitely, like, in college and, like, jobs I've had where I've seen people 
uh, like dance teams. They like do the routine. And I'm like, um, that seems off brand for someone of your skin color. Uh, where'd you learn that? <laughs> <laughs> Which and is so, so funny. I know it's like kind of serious, but it's so funny. But it's funny you say that because we live in a world where TikTok is truly the like yeah. most prominent use social media, and you have these tiny like eighth grade white girls all over the world who are doing these dances, and I'm like, there's zero way that any of you came up with this dance. <laughs> Straight up, none of you made it well, up. Yeah. I'm not trying to be rude, but it's just like, no, absolutely not. Yeah, there's there's definitely an element of that, like, that is seen even, what was it, the, like, uh, All-Star game when they brought in, like, the girl who could do that one, I don't even know what the dance it was, like, I just know it was the very popular. I think it was the Renegade. Yeah. Is it yeah. Renegade? Yeah, that sounds right. That's what it makes me think of, but, like, it's just, I don't know. The scene in the movie is still very relevant. Like, despite all the cringe of the movie, many elements of the movie are still happening now. I have one last question, and see if you guys can, like... Right, so, like, the main dance that they, they they steal, it's talking about, like, shit in the atmosphere or some shit? Apologize if I don't, like, you know, like... But why does that make sense for the Clovers? Or the Toros? Because like it's like it's so cold. <laughs> like I'm sorry. Like I'm. This is like where my brain is broken, and like I like I drill on stuff. Like like how, how it's so cold in the atmosphere, right? That's like the main the main thing. Like that's. I'm not wrong, am I? You can call me if I'm wrong. I'm sorry. I do apologize if I'm like completely off track here. But like it's all about like it's so cold in the atmosphere. We're gonna do something make you cold, right? Is, am I wrong? Oh, I fucked up. I never thought about that. <laughs> All right, well, that's where I, that's where we uh, we we come in the podcast because Ted's ruining it. All right, so I, I know I said I know Nicole said she had notes. I don't know if Jacqueline or you or, or Emily had notes. Is there anything in your notepad that you like want to like empty out before we end the podcast that you like we haven't talked about yet that you like made a mental note or a written note about the movie? I think we covered it on my end. Um, well, while Nicole scans over her notes, um, I can tell you that in the two seconds I Googled the story of that cheer, it says that um, where it's cold in here, and then if you guys follow my advice and watch Bring It On All or Nothing, they do a roll call, which is um, Shibuya roll call. Both of those are originated in African-American culture. And so, Emily, this comes back to, like, your whole point of, like, you guys didn't think that a white girl came up with it. Well, I guess um, Birds Cold in Here originated from a, uh African-American uh, fraternity. There we go. Oh, which one was it? Um, it says Alpha, Alpha Phi Alpha. Okay, yeah. So, like, one of the, I mean, I think all of them do, like, their step team. So, yeah, that's. 100% checks out. Yeah, so it says it's from a line from a signature chant that that fraternity does. And um, they brought, so I guess if you, if anyone has the time to look it up, they really did um, incorporate a lot of little things um, in the movie to come back to that. And so that cheer specifically is from, um, an Af- from the African American uh, fraternity. And then I had read somewhere too that. Torrance's name was like specifically from it was like the name of a witch from in the day from the Salem witch trials or something. <laughs> I wrote down that it sounded like I said it sounded like the most lacrosse playing yacht riding name ever. It does. <laughs> yeah, you just can't. You know, it's a name like Torrance. It is a very I like. I forgot that that was her name. 
right? until I rewatched like, it. Oh, right. I was like, when like, was this oh, movie yeah. made? Like, I'm done interrupting. I'm sorry. Okay. Anybody else have thoughts before I go to my notes? Or are we done? Mm-hmm. So one of my favorite parts of the movie, I guess, um, it's at the end when they do like the bloopers kind of thing to the cheerleading song, Hey Mickey, because you all know me as Nicole, but from like second grade through when I was approximately 20 and went to Iowa State, I went by Nikki. So completely unprompted, everyone just decided it would be really funny to sing that song to me and replace Mickey with Nikki. So it's got a little soft spot in my heart. <laughs> um, let's see. I also wrote down that it made me think like some people say they were born in the wrong decade and stuff, but I absolutely was not. Like the 90s and early 2000s are my shit. So this movie just reinforced that for me. I very much enjoyed it. <laughs> um <laughs> And then the the part where she was dancing to Cliff's like band or whatever and the cassette tape that he made her, I said this stuff was the primer for everyone's pack sun phase. That makes sense. It all it all comes together why we are the way we are. Yep. I was <laughs> like, you know what, I didn't see it coming in two thousand, but now that I think about it, you've got like Plain Jane White Girls dancing to alternative bands, but you know what? That was it. That was Paxson sneaking up on us. You know, one of the most, uh, one of the things that I think, I guess I don't even think the movie impacted it. I just look back and I think in in the grander scheme of things, um, all their hairstyles were like a really big thing. I can't remember... um, Gabrielle Union's teammates, um, one of the girls, not the one that loved to be mouthy and was ready to, like, swing at anyone who came at them, but the other one, she had two low pigtails, and then she split those pigtails up into, like, separate ones, and she had the rubber bands, like, separating mm-hmm. her hair. Does that make sense? I don't know how to describe it. But, like, yeah, I know which one you're talking their- about. Yeah, like, majority of their hairstyles, I was rocking those all the time. So, like, I look back to that, and I, like you said, the whole being born in the wrong era type of thing, I think it's so funny to see all the stuff that they're wearing and the way they're dressed or their hair. Like, I was definitely rocking all that, even though I was born. I was only, I guess, five years old when this came out. (laughs) (laughs) When... Torrance was riding in the car with her boyfriend before he goes off to college. She has, like, it's an updo, but it's really, like, the pieces are going everywhere and stuff. And at first I thought she was wearing butterfly clips, but she wasn't. But I was super excited because I was like, butterfly clips! I haven't seen those in (laughs) a few decades. (laughs) Please tell me you guys remember butterfly clips. (laughs) I I do, I do. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel like we haven't talked about the spirit stick enough. <laughs> or <Yeah>. at all. <laughs> like I love that situation. <laughs> like, it was such a big premise of Torrance's, like, beliefs in what happened to her, like, squad and why she was failing was because she dropped that stupid stick. That scene was shot really well. I, that was another thing I put down in my notes. I was just like, the way they made Big Red look super evil, and then just the way they, like, slowed it down, and the way Kirsten Dunst said, the spirit stick. And it just, I don't know, it was all really well done. Um, I wrote down that in one of the, like, articles they wrote about the movie, um, one of the bullet points they wrote was, this is supposed to be a flashback from that summer, yet most of the most of these chicks look like they legit time traveled from 1983 and they captioned it with I can taste the hairspray from here from that scene when all the girls are there to greet Torrance when she walks up 
<laughs> That's because they were Southern, I think. I don't remember why I think that, but I think they were. Ted Diana? It says host disconnected, so I feel like he might have had to bail. <laughs> I think anyway. Him off. <laughs> oh, no. oh, oh, no. Okay. Well, Ooh. any last thoughts, guys? Um, I think overall, the movie is great as it is. I think they need to stop making remakes. If you watch the remakes, they are just so hit or miss. They should have, mm-hmm. they just should have stopped. Like I said, bring it on all or nothing definitely holds a special place in my heart because I've watched it more, I think, than I have watched Bring It On, um, the original. But I think it's perfect as it is. And I know some of the jokes don't quite hit the way they should now since times have changed and you, you know, you really don't need to be that inappropriate. <laughs> but at the end of the day, I definitely love it. I think it's perfect the way it is. And any guy who tries to talk shit and act like they're too cool for this movie are just putting on a front. Because who honestly hasn't seen this movie and enjoyed it? How do you literally not laugh at it? So any men out here in 2020 trying to say the cheerleading movie sucks are just cowards. It's definitely definitely unisex enjoyable. Anybody who thinks otherwise is lying. Correct, because I feel like it's not a really gendered movie. Everyone enjoys like any of those like late '90s, early 2000s teen movies. They're like across the board, people enjoy them. Right, right, exactly. It's literally such a funny movie. There's just I've heard comments from people that are like, "Oh, the cheer movie." I mean, yeah, it's about cheerleading, but like. The humor in it is so broad that you don't even need to care for cheerleading to watch it. (laughs) Agreed. Yep. All right. I think we've been on for over an hour. That's about all of our thoughts, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. <laughs> all yeah, right. my, audio, I don't know if... my audio, my audio oh. is all screwed up, so okay. oh. thank, <laughs> thank you guys for coming well, on. I apologize. Like, I feel like everyone can hear you all, but, like, my audio is, like, screwed up. I'm going to find some exit music. We're going to call it a night. Thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for having thanks, us. Thanks, Ted. Yeah, thanks. And, Nicole, the exit music is... Just for you and everyone else, but here you Hell go. Hell yeah. It's rain and tacos.